and welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 201, Halo 4 Hardware. This is a show about Xbox and pretty much anything else we want to talk about, I guess. Uh, my name is Rob, and with me today I've got two fantabulous hosts. i got my good buddy Mark. Hey, everybody. And my good buddy Kyle. Hey, everybody. How's it going? You can't respond, but I'm assuming you're going to say well. So, well, they might be responding in in their room or their car or wherever they're listening to, and people are looking at them weird. That's true. I'm glad for that. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, get the ball rolling. So um, we'll move on to what we've been playing. May as well start off first. I picked up Arkham Asylum Game of the Year Edition over at Target uh, on Friday. They had it for nine bucks. So I figured. Why the heck not? Since it comes with it's those, not bad. Yeah, it, it comes with those extra. Yeah. In fact, it's. I mean, I didn't compare the prices, but I figured it's worth it just for the DLC alone. Yeah. Probably. At, at nine bucks. Yeah. So, uh, so I just started playing that uh, yesterday, a little bit. Other than that, uh, not much else. How about you, Mark? Oh, it's been a busy week. Busy week. I'm I'm back into gaming. It feels good. Um, played some Perfect Dark Zero, uh, completed that uh, co-op with uh, Democulus, and we did a we did a bunch of uh, little multiplayer stuff back and forth, uh, boosting to help him help him out get some stuff. And, um, played some Max Payne three multiplayer, uh, had some good times with that. That that's fun. I like that played uh i actually got gamefly going up again and i got they they graced me with sniper ghost warrior Uh, oh geez all right (laughs) it's a good one to start off with wow um i knew now i had read about it and i love sniper elite v2 so much that i'm like you know what i gotta find another sniper game and i saw snipe sniper ghost warrior 2 is coming out this year i'm like oh i never played the original one now, I had heard that the game can be frustrating because you'll just die and never know where you got shot from. And, like, dudes can see you even if you're not moving. And um, that is very much the case. Uh, the game is pretty much garbage. Um, what's sad about it is that <laughs> oh. it, so it looks really good. V2? Oh, Sniper V2 is so much better. Okay. Um, just the, the – you can actually play Sniper V2. <laughs> um, I did complete Ghost Warrior. Uh, it only took, like – six six and a half hours i think to beat it on normal um so it's short um but my kind of game yeah i don't i'm not gonna go through on hard because uh the only thing i've got outstanding uh the achievements aren't that really difficult there are some uh multiplayer ones but they require you to be in a ranked match when that requires at least four people so good luck at getting those unless you're in a boosting session Right, um, but there's not a lot of them. I think there's five multiplayers. Uh, playing on hard, I just not even going to deal with it. So the only one outside of those six that I'm missing is uh, secret items, and I just I was going after them, and I got to the point where now I'm playing on easy to pick up the secrets that I missed, and I got to this one level where you have to basically use stealth. Now on medium. I was sneaking through, 
but I was shooting everybody. But you were, I was doing it tact, you know, it, it you're, you're doing it in, in the proper sequence so that you can, you know, you're looking, okay, well, that dude's behind him. So you want to shoot him first. You want to get that guy kind of off in the distance that people can't see. So you kind of pick people off a little at a time. And I got through and, and, and went on my way. Now I come back on easy and I got to get over to this part where there's a secret item and I can't get through it. I've tried watching YouTube videos and I watch guys completely not shoot anybody and I follow the same path that they do to sneak through. And as I'm going, all of a sudden it just goes, the alarm goes off like you've been spotted. I've also killed every guy on the level and the alarm goes off and I'm detected. And I'm like, who is the, te- I mean, yeah, I'm like, I've killed, I've killed. I'm, I was even going through counting. There's one, there's two, there's, there's like 15 dudes on the level. And I killed all 15 guys and I still get detected. And I'm like, right. you don't know where from, you don't know who's detecting you and you just fail. You don't die. You just fail because you, you didn't do it sneakily, you know, stealthily. And I finally just gave up. I'm like, dude, I'm on freaking easy. I did this on medium. Why can't I do it on easy? Uh, so I gave up on the secrets and the game's going back. Um, I, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't mind going for achievements if it's something that I'm enjoying. You know, I'll try to get what I can and I'll, I'll boost some stuff and work on things to if I'm enjoying the game like I did with Max Payne 3 to get all those like level specific items, you know, kill so many guys on a chain or something like that. But when it gets to the point where it's like the game is just fighting you, then it's not even worth it. So that's going back in the mail tomorrow. Um, the game, what's sad about it is the game actually could have been really good. The visuals looked really good. I thought for a several-year-old game, it looked really good. Um, and it, it's just it was just the fact that, you know, you could be spotted and you're just laying not even moving, and all of a sudden you're spotted. And dudes will shoot you. you you'll be kind of moving up, and all of a sudden, bam, you're dead. And you're like, what the heck? I'm not even at the camp. It's just, you know, you just get randomly killed all the time. So um, no, it, they need a lot of work on that aspect of the game. Um, <laughs> you guys will laugh at this one. But uh, Mr. Democulus wanted, to, wanted me to help him knock out the multiplayer achievements for Yaris. So we did some of that the other day. <laughs> uh, we, he got them all, except neither one of us have played the game, so we don't have track eight unlocked um, to get that last one in the co-op. So I think he said he's going to try to play the game if he can force himself to do it and unlock track eight. And I said, if you do, then I'll, I'll get on with you and, and help you out. So um, him and I also played a lot of Hydro Thunder. He needed some of the stuff there, so I got him some achievements there. Um, and then I actually was just playing. <laughs> um, I ended up getting some stuff to, uh, like the hundred thousand credits and stuff. And we were just having a blast playing, looking for the hidden medallions, and and that was a lot of fun because it's like you might miss something, like I might miss something, and he'd be like, "Oh, here's one here," you know. And we were pointing out, so I picked up a ton of those. I'm still missing a few, and uh, they're just, you know, eventually I'll get them. But I've been playing that. Uh, I got Assassin's Creed Brotherhood in. You know, I've talked about how I've got frustrated, and this is the game that I left. I left the Assassin's Creed franchise halfway through this game. So I decided, you know what? Assassin's Creed 3 just looks so good. 
And I really did enjoy the Assassin's Creed franchise. It was just the controls and the cameras that really irritated me. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it another shot. So I actually was playing it today um, and uh, and progressing. But the bad thing about it is it's been so long since I played that I'm in the middle of this game and I have no clue what it is I'm doing. I don't know who the people are. (laughs) It's like, man, I should almost start over. But (laughs) I'm like, I'm not doing that. (coughs) Excuse me. So. I am playing uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and uh, looking forward to completing that campaign. And then uh, I hopefully will move on to the next Assassin's Creed game. I love how there's like five games out, but Assassin's Creed 3 is coming out this year. Figure that one out. Um, I played a demo of Frogger Hyper Edition. It was... What you could see of the demo was interesting... Well, they've really changed it. It's very different. If you played like the Pac-Man Championship Hyper Edition or whatever that's called, and you kind of you know and you're familiar with that, think that they did kind of the same thing with Frogger. Um, if this game was, I mean, it's ten bucks though. I'm like, I'm not paying ten bucks for Frogger. Right. If if this game ever hits five bucks, I'd probably pick it up. There was some neat stuff that they did, but I can't plunk ten dollars on Frogger. You know, mm-hmm. it's just I can't. So. Um, I played Zuma's Revenge. Oh, and yeah. The I'm, demo, or did you buy the it? The demo. I might buy this one. Um, it's pop gap. I mean, I, I know, and I like the. I got the original Zuma, and yeah. uh, the visuals on the new one looks. Oh, it looks good, man. It, they looks really good. did some sweet stuff. Yeah, it, the visuals. The I mean, it's just a puzzle game, but it looks really nice. They really did some nice updates, and there's some new features to it, and. So if you did like that, you know, shooting the colored balls out of the frog's mouth to do three-color matching on the balls, if you liked that game, um, you might want to check it out. And I think, I think this is also ten bucks. Uh, I should go. I should pull that up and check. Um, I believe you're right. Yeah, I think we talked about it last episode. So it's um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I didn't pull the plug on it, but um, yeah, it's eight hundred Microsoft points. Yeah, so. I think, uh, and there's, yeah, I think I might end up getting this one. It's it's against PopCap, like you said. So, Right. But, um, and then lastly, I played, uh, of course, I played Spider Solitaire. Um, and I also bought um, Collapse on my Kindle Fire. Oh, oh yeah. So that's, that's like it's, that. it's fun. Yeah, I enjoy that. So, but uh, that's it. How about you, Kyle? Well, you'd think I'd have a pretty long list, um, but I don't. I think I only have one game in my list, and that is Prototype 2. Um, I started playing this one last week, like, if not right after we recorded or during our recording last week. And um, it's kind of weird, and I don't know if you guys are going through the same thing, but uh, over, you know, everything first, gen- like, you know, when things released on the Xbox, everything was story driven. Like, uh, you know, if it didn't have a good story, it wasn't a good game. And multiplayer was there for, you know, good. And then that ushered in, like, um, the age of co-op, right? Good story, co-op, online co-op, that equaled a good game. And now we're in, like, this multiplayer craze, like, which I'm not a part of. But everything's about the multiplayer. And there's people playing games that don't even touch the story all they do is play call of duty online 
Um, and I've kind of gotten into a new mode, I guess, if you will. And that's like just playing the games to play them and not really enjoying the story. Now, granted, Prototype 2 isn't, you know, a triple A title where, yeah. you know, it's like, eh, whatever, you know. But I've noticed that I've kind of gotten away from like caring about caring about the story and just playing the game for it being a game. Does that make sense? Like I've been skipping a lot of cutscenes, and I don't know if that's just you know to get achievements faster, which that's probably most to do with it, because uh, I got to keep up with you know some pretty heavy hitters on uh, the achievement hounds. But I don't know. Like it's it's just a weird uh, it's a weird phase that I noticed, and and I noticed it with Prototype because I didn't give the game a chance at all. Like I saw that the cutscenes were in black and white, and they're like animated. And I'm like, nope not watching this and I haven't watched more than five seconds of a cutscene this whole game and I beat it today. Um, so anyways, that was a small tangent, but, um, the game is, I mean, I never played prototype and wing. We were talking off show and, and you said that you, uh, have played prototype one and you didn't really care for it. Um, so I'm not really interested, but I, if I would have played Prototype One, I would have liked to known like how it differs from from right now. I mean, you said that the controls were all crazy, and you know there was no uh, the camera angles were really bad. I mean, is that did you finish the game? Did you beat it? No, I quit. I did. I just did not enjoy it. I just and again, it was probably more me. You know. Um, yeah more of me not liking the way the controls were and so not not so much a hit against the game more of it just wasn't for me and i right didn't you know get it figured out um but so i don't i don't think it was necessarily overly bad but i felt that and i think i got frustrated because it was like I think some of the combat uh, was just kind of working against you the whole time. And and then, like, you had to go pick up all these orbs, kind of like a crackdown, but yet you couldn't see them, like, until you were, like, on top of them. So it's not like, you know, hmm. in, in crackdown, man, you'd see those things. Ooh, look at that. There's one way From over like there. like, a mile away. Yeah. yeah, well, you didn't get that in prototype. It was like you had to be right on top of the thing before you could actually, because it would like it was like it was like a fog of war around the whole city, and it was like right. as you moved, then stuff would come in, and it was because of the way they did their programming and you know wrote their code, and it was just like you know that kind of stinks. It's it's just so it was things like that that I just didn't care for, and I just kind of the game was not what I wanted because I was one that was one I was looking forward to. And it just didn't live up to what I had wanted, so I just kind of gave up on it. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, the game looked cool. Like, oh, man, I can run across, run up walls and jump off of them and fly across the map and use crazy mutations and kill people with. Like, that sounds really cool. But um, in Prototype 2, you're actually following someone different. And I didn't give the story a uh, chance to pan out, like I said, so I really don't know what's going on. I, I kind of have a vague idea, so no spoilers here if you uh, haven't played it, just because I wouldn't know enough to spoil it. <laughs> um, 
but the game handles pretty well, you know, as far as I don't have any control problems with the with the gameplay mechanics, with the controls, with the camera, you know, you can move the camera if you want. Um, it's really easy to navigate through the map. And that's good for an open world game. If you can't control your guy very well, then there's no hope for you. Um, however, I do have a problem with the repetitiveness that this game has, and it's pretty darn repetitive. Like it's, it's basically the same thing throughout the whole game. It's start a mission, consume someone, walk into a building, destroy everybody, walk out, consume someone. And it's just a, an infinite pattern of you consuming people and just doing the same thing over and over again. Sure. You get cool, like upgrades and add-ons and your guy levels up and you've got different weapons to kill people with. But in the end, you're doing the same thing, consuming someone, walking into a building, destroying them. Oh, there's a helicopter. Kill the helicopter. All right. Mission over. Do it again. So to me, that just got really repetitive and I already wasn't into the story. So it, it just was enough. But um, I beat the game today actually i put about uh 15 hours into it i think so the story was pretty long i would like it liked for it to end a lot quicker than it did but uh other than that i mean i don't really have too much what i recommend ch checking it out yeah sure why not but it's not don't expect greatness because i don't it's too repetitive for in my for my taste to be to be good but it's it's decent. It's worth a two dollar rental at Redbox. Yeah. So don't expect to finish it, you know, that night because it, like I said, doing doing all the side missions and uh, and playing the campaign on on normal uh, took me about fifteen hours to do. So and that and that's pretty much it. Like I've had my struggles with FIFA throughout, but. Uh, I've only played Prototype this week, so that's it. That's all I got. Well, if you're if you're struggling with not wanting, if you don't want to pay attention to story, then I'm going to tell you do not play The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, because that's all story, and you can't skip it. But I'll tell you what, Kyle, if you want to, you know, take take five hours of your time, and you say, you know what, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to play a game that's story-driven that's absolutely amazing. And I want to get that feel back for a really good game that has really good storytelling. Then I, I, I tell you, you will not be disappointed to play season uh, episodes one and two of The Walking Dead. Especially episode two. Um, it is absolutely amazing. Um, hmm. And okay. it will definitely, you will really be happy. It's like, oh, good, a good story, something I was interested in. It will keep you thinking, keep you going, like, what the heck is going on here? What's around the next corner? Yeah, it does it. But if, you, if you're if you just looking for the points and don't want to listen to the story, then definitely skip it. But Well, I'm I'm interested in the story, per se, but, like, I don't really... I I don't know. Like it just turned me off immediately when I saw that it wasn't in game. Like Max Payne, which is something that I played recently. Like that was an awesome story. Like I loved that game, you know. And I watched every cutscene, and I was on the edge of my seat. But 
Like games have a very have a shorter window than ever for me to impress me. And if they don't impress me, then I'm done. You know, does that make sense? Oh yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel that I give I give games less time than I than I have previously. And I don't know why that is. You know, I, I could blame it on achievements, which is probably a leading factor, but maybe it's just my attention span is lessening. I, I, I don't know. You know, I really think it has to do with the fact that you've played so many games that it takes very specific things to interest you. You know, it's yeah. your, no, that could be your it. strike zone isn't as big as it used to be. Right. <laughs> Basically. Right. And, and I can only imagine, like, some of the people that you know, I talk to and and hang out with like who have double the amount of games that I've played. Like, you know, props to them for not getting either burnt out completely or, or uh, you know, just eh, man, whatever. I don't like this game. I'm moving on. Like, for them to keep continuing on is pretty, pretty crazy. So, but yep, that's all. That's all I got. So, Rob, I noticed you didn't say you played The Walking Dead this week. I thought you were going to step up and get episode two. No, I, I haven't touched it since last week. You too scared? You got... <laughs> <laughs> that game really doesn't bother me as, as much as some of the other ones. I think because of the graphics. I mean, uh, like the cell shading or whatever, the cartoony graphics aren't as bad as <laughs> a regular first-person shooter. And plus the way that it's kind of scripted, too. Yeah. Well, it doesn't scare me. I'm, I, I got it. I'm waiting for you to do episode two. But you, but you know what? Because I've seen the entire two seasons of the TV show, so if I can watch that without issue, I can play the game without issue. Oh, yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I finished up uh, watching all of season two, man. Oh my goodness! I can't wait till season two comes out <laughs> on the TV show, man. That is. I even, when we were talking about it last week, Brun sent me a link from Amazon um, for getting the compendium, which is like the first 48 comics all in one book. I bought it. (laughs) Dude, the thing weighs a ton. (laughs) It's it's a huge book. And I started reading it. (laughs) And I'm enjoying it. And I don't like comics, man. I don't like comic books, but I'm really enjoying reading this. (laughs) And what's kind of neat, like, is... I started reading them after watching the series myself, and it's interesting how it follows the TV show. You know, it's like, hey, you know, this whole section here, this is like the first episode. Yeah. You know, they've got it all. Very cool show. Oh, yeah. And it's weird how, like, this originated as a comic, then yeah. went to TV, but it was an XBLA arcade game. They got they me got to watch interested. the TV show, <laughs> yeah. and hence, which got me to read the comic. It's going completely backwards. Right. <laughs> so I'm like a well, huge fan now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That means their business, their, you know, that was their idea, I'm assuming, is to raise awareness to their show, and that yeah. worked. It worked, and I'm probably going to be buying the um, first-person shooter game that comes out. Even if it's crappy, I'll probably still buy it. <laughs> and, you know, there's a board game, too. Oh, don't tell me that. Yeah, don't. I, I, I would pass on the board game. There, there's an action figure set as well. Not good. I'll be like, okay, kids, come on. We're playing Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Wife will be like, gross. She doesn't even like when she saw the book that I bought. 
And she saw that I had it on my nightstand. She's like, get that out of here. I was like, what? She's like, I don't want it in the bedroom. It creeps me out. I'm like, it's a book. <laughs> She's like, I don't yeah. care. Get it out of here. It's, it's gross. Death and, it's like, it's not about death. There are zombies. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're, they're, it's about the walking. So she didn't watch it with you? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Dude, I, I bet you could get her hooked, too. No. All it takes uh, a couple episodes. She won't. Not that. She really? will not. No, it's the, the... Dude, that is such a gory, bloody, violent... She doesn't like it. She doesn't like bad language. She doesn't like that violence. It's just not her thing at all. Oh, like she, she'll walk out of the room if other. I'm... She doesn't like it. She doesn't even like... If, I'm walk, if she walks in and I'm playing Gears of War, she'll turn around and walk out. So... And it's funny if she's sitting here in my game room and I want her to leave, all I have to do is put in Gears of War and she'll get up and walk out. I'm like, yeah, that works. And I can go back to putting Bagel in or something. Nice. <laughs> no, I, uh, but seriously. I need she some just, alone time. She, you know, I think she like would like the dynamics of the story about the people. Oh, yeah. But absolutely not all the gore and language that goes along with it, so... Well, she's got to prepare herself for the zombie apocalypse. That's what I'm saying. So she's got to get used to it, desensitize herself. <laughs> there you go. So, all right. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's. I guess we'll jump into our stories then. If that's all we've played, we're we're good on that, right? Let's do it. Yep. Let's do it. All right. So our first one this week, and we got quite a few things to discuss here. Uh, first one is Ghost Recon's Arctic Strike DLC. Is actually coming out this week. No way. Yeah, I don't Tuesday. believe it. Tuesday the seventeenth. I don't believe it. <laughs> it's not going to be delayed. It's already been delayed. So, but uh, there's going to be three new multiplayer maps that will span from Moscow to the Arctic. There's going to be a guerrilla map and two new weapons for each class. And Arctic Strike will also include a new competitive mode called Stockade. This. DLC is going to cost ten bucks. So I myself ten bucks, ten bucks, and I'm not, I'm not, I will be passing on it. I kind of would like to play some more multiplayer, but it's this. This is outside of one guerrilla mode map. This is strictly multiplayer DLC. So it, that's it. Just doesn't interest me, and not even the the new competitive mode. I. So is that achievements? That's a big question. Oh, I'm sure there, there probably is. You would, you'd be the one to know that. That's true. Well, I haven't recorded achievement hounds yet, so I wouldn't know that. Well, you should know that. Yeah, you're right. I should, you but are- I also haven't. <laughs> I also haven't beaten. Uh, oh yeah, I did beat uh, Ghost Recon. Never, wait, have I beaten Ghost Recon? I can't remember if I've beaten Ghost Recon or not. Is that bad? Wow. I don't know. Whatever. The game was okay at best. Yeah, I completed the campaign, but it uh, really was kind of a letdown, so. Yeah. But Unfortunate. Yeah, I can't answer your achievement question, so. Mm, I'll look it up. All right. So, if you're looking for that, this Tuesday, the 17th, you get your Ghost Recon on. All right. Um, next story is for you Forza uh, lovers. Forza Horizon, the collector's edition, has been revealed. 
and the limited collector's edition uh this game will this game releases october 23rd and the limited edition is going to include a steel book case along with festival ticket that will offer five exclusive liveries an accelerator token pack and a vip membership for the forza horizon vip benefits include an exclusive five car special recognition five car pack special recognition in the forza community and access to vip exclusive in-game events Players who pre-order now will receive a download code for a Forza Horizon-themed Dodge Challenger SRT8392 that can be used immediately in Forza 4. So that's kind of interesting pre-order crossover item. Uh, they also receive an extra code that will unlock one of the following four cars when Forza Horizon launches in October. You can get either the 2012 Austin Martin Virage, 2011 Mercedes-Benz SLS AMG 2010, the Ferrari 458 Italia 2010, or Nissan 370Z. So, if you're interested, that's some of the that's some info on the limited edition. So, comes out October 23rd. Get your pre-orders in. Okay. And, uh, huh? I was going to start talking about the Halo stuff. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Okay, cool. So there's been a, a couple announcements about upcoming Halo 4, the upcoming Halo 4. Uh, first off, Microsoft uh, mentioned Microsoft Surface. That's the new tablet that Microsoft is going to be releasing in the near future, sometime, whenever that is. So they said that the Surface tablet is going to work somehow with Halo 4. They haven't really said how, but speculation has it that it will use smart glass. So we'll have to kind of see what happens once uh, everything comes out. Well, I think they said that uh, you can use smart glass to, like, if you had a question on something in the game or wanted some background on it, you could use smart glass to, like, have Master Chief look at it, and then it will show up on smart glass, like what you know basically as like an encyclopedia of sorts but like what you're actually looking at so if you're on the uh whatever the ship's called the pillar of autumn like ship you know it would Mm -hmm. give you a schematic of it and and stuff like that but i'm sure there's going to be more stuff like uh in you know in in the works that they haven't talked about yet actually that would be very cool if it was almost like some kind of you know, computer, let's say, that, uh, you know, the characters would wear and you get to see all that information on a persistent screen. You know, kind of like how the DS has the two screens. You have your main yeah, like, screen and your other screen. Right, right. Yeah, I think I think that's what they're going for as far as, like, just kind of a companion type of, type of information. You know, if you want yeah. more, it's there. And if you don't care about it, then you don't have to use it. Yeah, you can skip it all together. Right. What do you guys think of, because this is something I've been thinking about that I would yeah. really like to see in, in, in the future of like all games across the board, where you know we've seen some Facebook integration on stuff, but with everybody having you know an iPhone and Android phones and iPads and you know all these different devices and tablets, and now the Microsoft Surface, I think it'd be cool that where you could somehow interact with your game like. Like, Future Soldier made this big deal about you can get on your iPad and get into the Ghost Recon network and alter your guns and, and configure them, and they'd be available in the game when you get them, when you play the actual console game, which is kind of right. cool. 
but in, in the in the in the Facebook games are kind of lame. But you can. What was neat about the Facebook Ghost Recon game is you could play the game and, and earn prizes and unlocks that you can unlock in the console game. But what I think would be neat is, say, on this Microsoft Surface or an iPad, you know, or got a Kindle Fire. Got to say that too for the Android devices. If if you could somehow play the game, okay, so you can't say Halo Four. It would be nice if you could maybe you're, you you play through the first chapter, then you got to quit. You're you're riding on the train the next day going to work or something like that, or you're at work and you're at lunch or something, and you've got your media device, your portable device. It'd be nice to maybe do something that instead of just configuring weapons or armor, but where you could play like some other kind of game that had the thought and and, and development dollars put towards it that helped you along like your path almost like if you did some kind of rts game or something else that fit the device that made it a fun game to play but still it was still incorporated into your campaign do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's like i'd like to see more of that and i you know and even if they charged you for those alternate experiences i think people would be willing to pay for them um you know the facebook stuff it's like Okay, it's you're just ad, all of that is typically is a, an advertisement for their game. Make it do more than that. Give me some kind of more interaction. I think that'd be really neat direction to take the industry. I I like that idea, and and we were kind of talking about on the achievement hounds how it would be cool if you have your tablet and you're playing a multiplayer game, and you like okay, you know I'm playing multiplayer, but like. One of the cool things that happens in a squad-based or team-based game is that uh, on the map, it will show you, like, okay, my teammate just died here, or he, sh- he found a guy and he spotted a guy here. Well, what if your tablet turned into your battlefield map? And your whole map, you know, the whole tablet was encompassed with this map, and you have your little teammates with their little indicators of where they're looking, running around this screen, and like where they die is highlighted by a red X, just like your map would be in game. But you have this tablet you're looking at and you're kind of playing the game like, oh, a teammate just died like right where I'm right where I am. So let me go check that out. And then it has the scores and, and stuff like that, maybe some facts and statistics and stuff like that. But I, I think that would be pretty cool to have as a companion, if you will. And sure, it might give you a competitive edge, but if smart glass is going to be available, I mean, it is available on every device. So, you know, everyone has a smartphone by now or something that they can use as a smartphone. So I think that would be pretty cool to have something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's I hope that they kind of start kind of moving towards other options. And, you know, the other thing I think about that would be is that then I've got to keep my phone on my lap with my controller, you know, and have another thing sitting there. And then, of course, my phone likes to shut off every two right. minutes. You know, oh, then yeah. i got to unlock it if I want to look at the map. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know um, if a like phone would I like technically saying, work. Like on, a, on their Surface tablet, that would be kind of cool if you could have it. Yeah. Because, like, propped up right yeah, next you can to you. Use so you just kind of glance at it, and you got a right. map right there. And maybe right. remove, and if you're using that, maybe you could remove some of the HUD off your screen right kind of immerse you more that's a cool idea i like that idea 
Yeah, because like you know, it, it doesn't give you a ter- a incredible advantage, but it it does give you you know a little just a better view of the battlefield. And I think that on a phone or something like that, on a smaller screen, it'd be too much. Like the dots would be microscopic, but it'd only be available on like a Surface tablet or a tablet, and that would be a incentive to buy a tablet if you were on the fence about one to give you that advantage if you like playing multiplayer games but um i don't know i kind of thought of that idea and i was like i think that's would be pretty nifty if that ever happened so but i do agree that it would be nice to see more games kind of like that fable coin golf and and the other Fable one, it was like uh, uh, Fable pub games, I think, right? Yeah. To see more games like that that, you know, help you uh, get coin or, you know, maybe get experience um, when you're not, when you don't have your Xbox. Yeah, and I mean, I think like shooters might be hard to kind of incorporate, but RPGs, they should be able to do stuff like that very easily. And Oh, absolutely. The pub games, it's great because it's like, okay, well, you're always out looting and getting gold. Well, if you're sitting on the train or, you know, you're commuting or you're at the doctor's office or whatnot, wherever you, you know, pull out your mobile phone and and do something to help you gain XP on your character. And, and, you know, maybe, oh, look, I can find a weapon, but it's, it's, it's like a completely different experience, but it, it, you're still like using that character maybe and building them up somehow outside of the actual console game. And then when you come back, it's like, boom, here's the stuff you found on your mobile device. It's already there and available for you to use. Um, I just think that's will be really cool. And it, and it keeps you more immersed. It really, you know, I think it helps keep you a part of that franchise. It, it expands it out larger to maybe a bigger audience. And with, you know, all these games coming out, people jumping ship, you know, they play it for a week and then they move on. You got to have some way to kind of keep people involved and connected to the game. Right. That might, that just to me seems like the next logical step. Well, and we have to remember that this surface tablet is a windows eight computer. So, you know, it should be able to run arcade games, no problem. And maybe have like a little companion arcade game that you can get for five bucks that helps you, you know, an actual arcade game that you can play on the Xbox or on your Surface tablet, and that will help you, you know, get extra loot or maybe like a little small dungeon crawler if you're playing a dungeon crawler that you can, you know, use on your uh, touchscreen device away from the Xbox. But it's got to be well made. Like, right. you know, that's that's what you said earlier. Like it. If it's not well made, then don't don't bother. Right. Put some money behind it. Put the effort behind it, because I think it can be it could be a really good thing if they just, you know, put some talent in, in money into it. I think we'd see some pretty cool stuff. So. You would hope so. But then you've got games that flop and are huge budgets. So, yeah, who knows? But that would be cool. I like where I like the potential. Let's see if they can get some innovative uh innovative minds in on this and make it make it better than we would ever have dreamed of you know yeah i think we'll see stuff like this in the future before too long so that'd be cool okay the other piece of halo news that came out was that there is a limited edition console that's going to be 
available for pre-order. Because first it was available, then it wasn't, and now it's available once again. Uh, basically, the the specs on this thing, at least the bundle, are that it's going to include a standard edition copy of Halo 4. It's going to have a 320 gig hard drive. It's going to have uh, it's got a pretty cool looking skin to it, I guess. Actually, I don't think these are even skins. They're they're painted right That's on. That's paint, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's got a really nice looking. Uh, cover to it, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's going to be some custom sounds when the system is turned on and when the disc is ejected, when a disc is ejected. Uh, there's going to be two custom Halo 4 wireless controllers that match the case, of course, uh, as well as some blue LEDs. And you get a black Xbox 360 headset. Yes, it's one of those little cheapy ones. <laughs> so that, Which uh, work players, better than the wireless ones. <laughs> <laughs> Which riddle me that? You know, they need to make a wired one that's really nice. That is uh, worth its weight. Anyway, yeah. so, uh, so uh, there's going to be a unique armor skin. That's sort of part of some uh, downloadable content. A unique armor skin, a unique weapon skin, a unique emblem, a matching avatar armor, and a unique avatar prop. So this Can't whole bundle. Yeah. How much is it going to set me back? Three hundred ninety-nine bucks plus tax, maybe. Well, depends on where you get it from. And yeah, now it, that Amazon oh, charges tax, is Amazon charging tax for you guys now? Because they're charging tax on me. Here. And I'm I really think it's only Texas, right? It. I don't know. Is it because Amazon's charging me tax now, and I'm not happy? But anyways, three ninety nine plus taxes, unless yes. I find some place to not get taxes. And then that will be available on November sixth. Look for it. What do you think, guys? Looks pretty cool. It looks really neat. Looks amazing. It, but it's got to be the four hundred dollars. Um, I think if you're in the market for a new console, like if you want to buy a new Xbox. I mean, what is what is a standard one cost nowadays? I'm not even sure. One ninety nine, like I think. Something. Yeah. Uh, the two hundred though, that's the four gig, right? That's yeah, that's four, four gig. gig. So the one with the two hundred fifty gig hard drive, what is that? Three hundred dollars. Yeah. So it's you're, extra hundred. You pay an extra hundred, but you're getting the game, which is sixty bucks. Right. So you're paying, and then you're getting an extra cons uh, controller. Right. Which, which so is you're forty fifty. Right, so you're essentially paying the same price, but you're getting essentially this really cool, beautiful-looking paint scheme. So yep. essentially, all the all the specs or the uh, special items are all free. So you're really paying the normal price that you would for for two controllers and a console, and you're getting a 320 gig hard drive. So which right. you can't get otherwise. So I think it's worth it. It's a beautiful looking console. I was surprised when I saw it. I was like, "Wow, that's right. nice looking." <laughs> I like it. I agree. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty sweet. And for someone that has four Xboxes already, like, I'm not gonna get this one. But like this, what's, what's if anything, yeah, this <laughs> if anything is gonna be would be the one that would 
that would change my mind. Like it looks really cool. And I'm kind of interested to see what the custom sounds are, because if it's like the Halo intro music, like as it boots up, that would be pretty cool. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they came out. How many, how many versions of Halo are there going to be? Have they released any? I think they just announced the, the collectors or the legendary edition, I think. So there's probably going to be three versions again, like normal. I'll probably just get the Legendary Edition and call it good. Because this one comes with the standard. So if you want the... Which is kind of stupid. Yeah. Like, I guess you can always... If it's it's not a very good Collector's Edition, you can always just buy it afterwards. Like, for 20 bucks or whatever. But I don't know. I'll, I'll probably get the Collector's Edition at least. Yeah, there's the limited edition, which is the only thing I'm seeing so far listed. So the the collectors or whatever it doesn't look like it's been announced. I'm interested to see what the uh, the big ticket item is going to be in these. Because it was the gun last time, right? Wasn't it? Uh, it was the Reach statue. And it was Halo Three had the helmet, the cat helmet. Yeah. Oh helmet. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That was pretty sweet. That's right. Gears had a gun. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. I mix those two up. Yeah. Oh, and, and just so you know, Kyle, uh, the Ghost Recon Future Soldier DLC will add two achievements for thirty-five points. Oh yeah, not worth it. Okay. <laughs> Ten bucks for two achievements. Yeah. No thanks. You can get. You can get for ten bucks. You can get Walking Dead episode one and two, and get two hundred points. Two hundred points. <laughs> I'll probably just wait until they put it on sale, which I know they will, and then I'll buy it when it's on sale. And then I'll let you know what I think of it. All right. So I buy it once it's on sale. So. Anyways. What's next? Mark. Oh, is it me? Yep. You're up, buddy. Oh, I like that Halo talk. I like that Halo talk. All right, well, the next big franchise that uh, Microsoft has is Gears of War, baby. And um, I'm a bigger Gears fan than I am a Halo fan, but Halo's pretty sweet. Um, But Judgment is uh, coming out March 2013. This has been announced. So we're going to get, that's cool, because we're going to get some gears in the beginning of the year, which I think is pretty sweet. Um, I think we talked about this before, that this is going to follow the story of Cole, Baird, and the rest of Kilo Squad uh, um, after they're arrested for treason. So this is before the, takes place before the original Gears of War game, and that's being developed right now by the Bulletstorm guys uh, who did Bulletstorm as People Can Fly. So... I think, and Bulletstorm was awesome. I think People Can Fly did an amazing job with that game. It was a lot of fun. So I would definitely be buying this game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, again, March 2013 is when that's coming out. Um, the other piece of um, information that we have on this is that they, they mentioned and they have showed off at Comic-Con a new multiplayer mode. And it's called uh, Overrun. And Essentially what this is, now you can go out to IGN and, and they've got videos on it. 
And I looked at one the other day, and I haven't seen any updated since. I just haven't had a chance to see what anything news come out. But what it what it sounds like from my initial uh, first viewing of it is that it is a mix of horde and beast mode. So it it, it sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. It's uh, basically it sounds like from what they were saying. And again, I apologize. I don't have you know I don't know everything. I'm not at Comic Con. Um, so and I don't want to, you know, check it out, see what you can find on the, on IGN. They'll have probably some more updates as well this week. But um, you take turns being the Locust or uh, the Cog um, in this in this game mode. So should be pretty cool. Should add a really neat uh, new game style to play uh, that I think will be a lot of fun. So keep keep the keep your eyes out for that. Are you guys uh, excited about the judgment? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Double. I, I haven't even played Gears of War 3. What? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. How could you have not played that? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> Kyle, you got to play it. I thought you were a big Gears fan. I thought you always enjoyed the story. Um, I got like one achievement in Gears of War one and quit, and then in two I actually played the story out, and I thought it was pretty good. But other than that, it's been pretty meh to me. Okay. Too much other stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened with Gears. I think I just ran out of money and didn't, you know, and didn't. Uh, cash in like didn't buy it right away but i have gears 3 sitting here it's i have it just i haven't played it yeah good game so well i'll definitely be playing this one when it comes out so if anybody's looking for some co-op uh partner horde mode hit me up i'll be playing all right so sounds good all right now Kyle, I know I know how much you're going to be excited by this next one, and I know you're going okay. to be all over this. So, right. Angry Birds Trilogy. Oh, jeez, is coming to Xbox, baby. Yes, it is, and this is not a, this is a retail game. You're joking, right? No, I'm not. This is coming. X, the, the Angry Birds Trilogy is coming to uh, retail for the Xbox 360 this holiday season. This will be a collection of Angry Birds, Angry Birds Seasons, and Angry Birds Rio. There will be new cinematics and extras and other entertaining content. In addition, all the existing material has been up-resed and retreated for the high resolution and big screen. So, what do you think this would cost? Because you can buy all three of these for 99 cents each on your mobile device. So, that means they're going to be 20 bucks. Yeah, that's, I was figuring, I think we talked about it last week, and I said they're probably going to go 30 or no, okay. we're talking about this. I think when I think in the during the week, I think maybe it was via emails or something. Um, oh, it was on our Facebook. I think we were some of us talking about it. I think that's where I posted it. And uh, it's forty bucks. Oh my gosh! Are you Jeez. kidding me? Forty bucks. That's <laughs> for, ridiculous. For the same games that we've been playing for years on but mobile they, devices that are a buck a piece. But they've been. Uh... They've been up-resed. Yeah, up-resed is the word, yep. Yeah, but you in know, the end, you're still flinging stupid birds, birds at pigs. Yep. <laughs> you know, 
there must be something wrong with my phones because you know I, I know what a huge hit these games are but every time i go to the google play market and i download one of these things i get a game that really sucks <laughs> so i mean i don't know what's wrong with my phone because it, it i must not be getting the same game as everybody else right right i feel the same way so maybe <laughs> maybe we're both maybe both of our phones suck <laughs> There's something wrong. Something wrong with the Google Play. Yeah. Or Apple App Store must be must be down or giving me the wrong game or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I, I see people playing this thing on the train, and I, I just look at them like, why? <laughs> you shoot these birds across the across the way. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, now you can do it on your big screen. Like, yeah. no, no, I don't want that. I want. Like, why would it should it should go the other way? Like, if I have a fun game that I play on my console, I should be able to play it on my phone like FIFA. Like, that's cool to me. It shouldn't go opposite. Like, oh, I've got this cool game on my phone. Let me play it on my console. Like, no, I don't think it should work that 400 way. 400 times the price. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Crazy. It's ridiculous. And they don't even have their latest one. Yeah, there's right? no uh, there's no Angry Birds space. That's yeah, not space. on there. Which is stupid. They'll, like, they'll, they'll, sip, they'll put that one out for like 60 bucks. So they're going the family game night route, which is like put a bunch together and charge 40 bucks. Yep. And then, you know, they'll come out with some more and a year down the road, they'll re-res it. And, yeah, no thanks. You know, at 40 bucks, they're, I think they're going to sell a lot of them. Oh, yeah. They yeah. will. Uh, it's going to sell like hotcakes. Look at Minecraft. for some reason. Yeah. It's, you know, I for could some see... Reason. I could see people messing with toddlers with this game because, like, my four-year-old loves this game. And, I mean, it's a good see, diversion. See, that should tell you something. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, then you need to be playing it on his phone because, obviously, <laughs> his phone works. Well, right. <laughs> you know, for kids that, that play these games, like, you know, little toddlers that are playing these games on iPads, tablets, phones, or whatnot, i just like to see what their reaction is when it's up on you know, a 50-inch, 60-inch screen, you know, up on the wall, if they're going to try to touch it to <laughs> pull the bird back, <laughs> you know, with yeah. their hand. This doesn't yeah, work, don't. Daddy. Yeah. I like this game. <laughs> As there's fingerprints all over. Yeah. <laughs> no. Get your hands off my TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. But so save your 40 bucks. I know you all want it. Actually, right. save uh, your forty bucks or thirty bucks from then, and use ten bucks and get Walking Dead today. There you go. Much better game. Yes. Yeah, if you if you save forty bucks, you could spend uh, you can spend that on the first what like eight episodes, right? They're five bucks a piece. Ten dollars. Yes. Yeah, five yeah, five dollars a piece. So you can spend eight get eight episodes of Walking Dead for the price of one collection of Angry Birds. Exactly. There you go. Done. What a deal. Yeah. If you look at it like that, it is. <laughs> it's still a good deal. No matter what, if it was $20 per episode for Walking Dead, it'd still be a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't give him any ideas, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now that I'm suckered into this episodic <laughs> this, content. This just Actually, in, episode three will cost $50. Yeah, I was about Damn to say. Damn you, Wing! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting all kinds of hate mail. <laughs> 
Thank you, Wingman709, for the idea. We are now increasing our prices. <laughs> it's such a hit. <laughs> so. Anyways. All right, well, is that uh, are we done with Angry Birds? I think so. Okay. Uh, what do we got next? Now we got some uh, good news. Uh, more DLC coming out this week, Tuesday, July 17th, and this one's going to cost you zero space bucks. That's right, people. Oh, yeah. This is not going to cost you any money. But it's going to cost you $5. No, Zero no space books, but $5. No money. No money. Yeah. Free, oh, baby. That's, free. It's good. Uh, Mass Effect 3 Earth multiplayer DLC. Still no. don't know what it is. Have no idea. Um, and if, if there's a story out there on what it is, I still don't know. Um, well, the, I have not uh, found it. The graphic says take Earth back. Yeah. It's, so that hints. Well, the title is Earth. Yeah. The title of the DLC is Earth. Well, take do it you back. think... You said it's a multiplayer-based thing? a multiplayer thing? expansion, yep. So what if it's, like, um, just a, a multiplayer map with Earth on it, you know? like I'm gonna Is there that, one that... I'm going to take guess that the maps are going to be based on locations in on Earth. Um, the rumors say, are saying that, they, that they'll be in Rio, Vancouver, and London, and that several new human classes will be added. But that is rumors at this point. Huh. Okay. But it's free. And this is well, here's one thing that I've found very interesting. There's been a lot of DLC that has come out for Mass Effect 3. The very first piece that came out on day one, or on, on release day, was like 10 bucks. All the other DLC that's come out for this game has been free. And right. I'm really kind of surprised. Because, this, first of all, this is EA. <laughs> Second of all... Why is it free? I mean, even Xbox, Microsoft doesn't like all this free DLC because they're not making any money off of it, and people are pulling stuff off their servers, and you know. So I'm kind of surprised that this is being allowed to continue. Hmm. But it, it's, maybe people are just still frustrated with the way the game ended that they decided that they want to. Well, that DLC came out too. And well, I, I know, but I haven't heard they... anything on that from anybody. Yeah, have you played it? No, because I don't want to go back and play like three hours of game just to find watch some cutscenes again. My well, opinion. I mean, it's a one point eight gig download, right? And I heard like from a friend that played it, like he didn't really think that it answered all that much. It, it's supposed to clarify like your choice, but like he had to replay the last mission or whatever and redo it, and I don't know. It didn't. He didn't seem very at peace with it, you know? So. Well, I didn't I don't expect know. anybody to be. I mean, the people that were mad, I don't think you're, you're going to make them happy at all at this point. Mm, probably not. So. Probably true. I didn't necessarily have a problem with it. Uh, my biggest thing was when I was at that point, I was like, I, it was confusing. It was like, well, what am I doing? What's going on? So that was what I didn't like about it. I mean, I expected, you know, well, spoiler alert if you haven't played. My Commander Shepard yeah, died, cover, cover okay? and I expected him to die. I'm like, he has to. I just, you know. Yeah, just, my, I did too. Okay, so what, what ending did you choose? It's okay to talk about this now, right? What I, ending did you choose? I went the Paragon route. Which is what? Like, I, you know, on, I, I had to go back and play it to even remember. I just know that I chose, like, the blue. Okay, and, there's. And I, there's, There's a few different ways you could do it, right? There's uh, synthesis, which is um, 
you're like half bionic, half human. So like everyone becomes like you and you can control like the Reapers are in control. Like, so that's one route or you could completely demolish the Reapers, but all of the time gates or whatever mass effect relays are destroyed. That's right? what I did. Yeah, that's what I did too. Right. But at the very end, the Reaper eye came back on. That's what pissed me off. Is that at the very end of the game, after all of everything was over, like it showed a Reaper, and for like half a second, it showed the Reaper eye come back on and glow red. And I'm like, well, I just sacrificed myself, like, to kill all the Reapers, and I basically went from, you know, this mat, like, great technology to now Earth's completely shut off and we're back in the Stone Age practically. And I didn't fix the problem. Like, the Reapers are still alive. So that's what pissed me off so much on my ending. And I don't know if you saw that or not, but... No, I I was so confused on what was going on at the end that... I mean, that was my biggest frustration was just, like, I just was, like, watching this. I'm like, what's going on? Um, I didn't really understand how my game ended. I didn't understand what was going on. And, in fact, at one point, there was, like, this little kid, and someone was yeah. talking to the kid. I thought that that was... Who, who did I think? And I said this a long time ago that I thought that was like maybe a son of shepherds or something. But I someone was telling me, no, that's not who it was. And it was someone else. But the kid is like the keeper to the 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 crucible. Right. But the theory and there's like a 20 minute YouTube video of like from Mass Effect and from Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3. The theory is that Shepard got indoctrinated the first time he saw the pillar at Edom Prime. And just like Saren, right? Uh-huh. The the guy you defeated in the first one. And the theory is is that this whole time he was under the influence of indoctrination. And that's why he saw that kid and that's why there was those choices and stuff like that. Like the Reapers were playing him the whole time, basically, is what the theory is. From what I understood. I could have it completely wrong too. But like the the leading theory is that Shepard was indoctrinated just like Saren. And I'm cool with that. If that's how it ends up, you know, that's kind of a twist. And I'm cool with that. But like that's what I was hoping the the DLC would answer. Like it was Shepard indoctrinated, because if he was and he was under the control of the Reapers the whole time, then that you know, cool, fine, whatever. That's <laughs> that's different. But I don't think they answered that. I think they just kind of clarified it more, your choice more, and that's not what I wanted. Right. But well, maybe we should. Maybe that says we should both go back and play the free. Yeah, we should probably just to see, just to see play, what happens. Yeah. So yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. Yeah, maybe I'll get a little bit more clarification on what actually happened in my game. So maybe I'll do that this week. Um, put that up and try that and maybe i can report back to see if anything changed or if i'm still going i don't get it yeah. <laughs> i don't know just <laughs> probably what'll happen you know kind of right i don't get it guys so all right so but anyways mass effect 3 multiplayer pack coming out this week so cool. all right well have you guys seen the new uh the latest thing sweeping the xbox dashboard um doritos ads, ads. 
Well, other than ads, of course, because those have been on our dashboard a while. But have you noticed the new thing that came out this week? I did not. Nope. No? Nope. Oh. No, sir. So the story is here, and you found it, but you didn't notice it on the dashboard. <laughs> I'm trying to go along with you. Oh, guys. Trying okay. To, like, no, All right. what, what exciting well, information do you have, in, Kyle? <laughs> in case you did not know, you can get a new app on the Xbox dashboard called PlayFit. And what PlayFit does is it tracks all of your calories across different games that you play with your Kinect. Hence the name Kinect PlayFit. And so the here's the problem, though. Yes, you get free achievements, and someone uh, told me, sent me a message, and, hey, there's this new PlayFit, you should download it, you get free achievements, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, eh, I don't know about that, because... I've been hearing mixed reviews on what games are actually tracked by this PlayFit, and the reviews aren't very good on on it working really at all either. But uh, in case you wanted to see how many calories you are legitly or illegitimately burning uh, across all different Kinect games, you can download this app. It's free. Get some achievements for it if you care about that. And uh, just kind of have fun. You know, it's, it's just kind of a supplementary application to help you kind of see uh, if you're actually making any progress when it comes to playing games with Kinect and, and uh, burning any calories, potentially losing some weight. So check it out if, you, if that's your thing. I mean, for me... Since I've moved into my new apartment, it seems like I have less room, and I don't really want to move my couch around. So Connect is really on exile at the moment, and I don't know when it's going to come back. So I'm not—I'm kind of Connect out right now. How, how do you guys feel about Connect in general? I when I moved, I didn't even hook mine up for quite oh, still a while. No, it is finally because there was. Um, when they had that free connect game called haunt yeah you had to have your i was going i was trying to find it and i'm like you, it would not even appear on the dashboard unless your connect yeah, was unless uh, you oh i had to play it so i had to hook it up and then i downloaded the game and i've never played it oh wow <laughs> I, nice. so my connect is still hooked up but i don't ever use it i i use when i'm watching netflix or whatever uh or the what do you call it the streaming amazon prime um, I always use my controllers to stop and move. You know, I never use the Connect. I just don't like yelling at my TV. Well, and I've had like the problem that I, I think I talked about a couple episodes ago, where if someone says like Connect Play, like while my Connect's plugged in, what is my Connect gonna do? It's gonna pause the game for some unknown reason or pause my video. So like, I keep my Connect plugged in, but I think due to my space issues. Like, Connect doesn't work as well for me, and it doesn't help being freakishly tall, but um, I just don't have enough space for Connect to move. And instead of getting frustrated with Connect about it not working and how it sucks about everything, I just decide not to play the games. Unless I can trick it to work. If I can trick yeah. it, then we're good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Connect Play Fit. There's really, I don't really have anything else other than that. I hear that. Uh, Your Shape, Fitness Evolved 2012, and um, one more game, Adidas My Coach, which I think comes out this week, should work with that. But 
Uh, mum is the word on any of the older, like um, Julian Michaels and and those other garbage fitness games. If if those track, which they should, but who knows? And that's that's all I got. About you, Rob. What about your connect? To be honest, I'm not really sure where mine is right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere in a box. It's really an exile. Yeah, I mean, I actually saw that little calibration card the other day. I'm like, hmm, I need to find wherever my connect is and put it in the same spot. (laughs) It just, I think once you have a connect and if anything changes about the location of your Xbox or the furniture gets rearranged around in in the room, I mean, the connect is doomed. You know, it's, there's... Microsoft needs to come out with a huge, compelling reason to have it plugged in all the time. I mean, better than what they've got so far. Right. I would agree. I got a free game for it, and you know, was able to download a free game, and even that doesn't compel me to. I downloaded it, but that's it. I don't even care to play the game. So I'm yeah. like, why did I bother to even hook it up and download to download the game? There's no point. I'm not yeah, just it. on the off chance that you someday I might get bored and yeah want to play it. Why not? <laughs> just to have it. Yeah, I guess if it's free, you might as well grab it. You just never know. So. Right. All right. Well, that's all I got on that subject. So, how about uh, some news from EA? Oh, yeah. So I didn't realize I had two back to back. My bad. Um, (laughs) So a long time ago, this little unknown guy from Microsoft named Peter Moore decided to leave Microsoft in pursuit of greener pastures. And uh, I believe he's the like he headed up EA Sports for a while. Right. And now he's currently the COO of EA. Right. Mm -hmm. So word is, according to this report. Sources say that he is in line to be the next CEO of EA. Now, before I ask the question that I have for you guys, let me remind you that he was the one that came up with the season pass. And he was the one that came up with the charge to play type of philosophy when it comes to sports titles. So... Do you want this guy to be the CEO of EA? That's my question. It doesn't matter. No? Yeah. EA is going to get you no matter what. That's just their MO. I thought, I saw this, I thought, you know what? This could be good because he's coming from the house of Microsoft. So maybe, maybe Xbox will get a little love finally on the EA home front, you know? They just haven't had for a long time. You know, EA held out because they wanted to control everything and, you know, didn't want to conform to Xbox Live. And, you know, maybe this could be maybe this could be good finally. What if this was some grand master plan for Microsoft to send one of their starlets <laughs> to, to, to EA and then eventually buy EA out with the CEO's approval from Peter Moore? And then EA would only make xbox games and pretty much crush the ps3 what if what if that happened that won't happen no no 
One can dream, I guess. Um, you might. That but. Would, I don't know if it. I don't think it'll. I honestly don't think it'll have any impact. No. It's he. He's, you know, he's working for EA. He's not. You know, yes, a lot of Microsoft fanboys ha- liked him. He was a really well liked personality. Um, and I think a lot of people were upset when he left, you know, but, um, I don't see it really, he's a professional. He's yeah. going to do his job that it's a job to him. He's, you know, and that's the thing a lot of people need to keep in mind as these guys are, this is their, they're doing it for a living, supporting their families, making money. They're, they're not just playing video games. They're running companies. So he's going to do what's best for EA. Period. It doesn't matter that he used to work for Microsoft. So, right. But that was my initial thoughts. Like, hey, maybe this will be good. But then I'm like, yeah. no, that ain't gonna make a difference. Well, and there's so many checks and balances, like, to the CEO position. Sure, he has a lot of say on what goes on, but he's still got to answer to the board of directors. You know, yeah. So. He's still not the boss. <laughs> no. Not over everything. So. Right. Even though Bill Gates isn't a part of Microsoft technically anymore, like he could still, if he wanted something done, he could get it done. Yep. Like, so, but it's still interesting. Yeah, I know it's, that's, and it's it might noteworthy. be a good move, but I don't know if it'll change EA's uh, philosophy business or business practices. Yeah. Yeah. So one can hope maybe they'd get away from. Uh, paying you know for online passes and stuff like that that would be pretty nifty now you mentioned microsoft sending in one of their own to eventually buy ea what about microsoft potentially buying activision oh geez please say it ain't so (laughs) i'd rather sony buy activision we'll take ea sony can have activision uh rumors or suggests that Vivendi is looking into Microsoft and Time Warner as possible buyers for its sale of Activision Blizzard. See, I wouldn't mind if Time Warner bought Activision because I think that they'd run it into the ground. So, Time Warner. Sounds good to me. But uh, what, again, like, I asked the question that you did, like, what will that actually change? Let's say Microsoft does, just for hypothetical purposes, buys Activision Blizzard. Like, does that mean that the next Diablo or the next World of Warcraft won't be on Mac? Like, no, of course not. Does that mean that all, uh, you know, Activision published duties will be Xbox, Xbox only? only? No. It, does that it, mean there's going to be could. some DLC? It could. I mean, think about it. If if Microsoft but, were to purchase, because if they were to purchase Activision, okay, and you look at the sales numbers, I mean, Xbox dominates on Call of Duty. Okay, we'll just go. We'll just go with the Call of Duty franchise. They dominate um, the sales. So why would Microsoft want to necessarily feel like they're throwing money at the competition? That just becomes a first party. I mean, Activision would become like a first party. Yeah. I mean, that'd be interesting if you did that. All of a sudden, all these developers are now under your roof and they are only going to develop for Xbox only. Yeah. But what if they lose? I mean, this becomes a moot point if they lose that suit against uh, Infinity Ward. 
for the Call of Duty name. Like, what if they lost that? Then it's, you know, you, you know of that suit, right? Yeah, I suing. I thought all that was actually settled uh, oh, really? about a month ago. I thought they oh. finally settled with those guys. Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear that. Then cool. I, I could they be. Did. I could be wrong, yeah. but I could have swore that we. I thought we talked about it a while. Rob, do you remember if we talked about that, or or there was just maybe one of their many suits was settled? Mm, I'm not sure. Okay, I don't remember, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's kind of a. I don't see Microsoft buying something like, you know, more, uh, Activision, but you know. Um, it's interesting thought. It's always makes fun to think about it. You know, what if? Right. You know, would they stop? Would they, you know, they would essentially become, would they just go, you know what, we're first party and all these developers are, you're only going to write for Xbox now? <laughs> I don't know if that would happen per se. I would find it kind of hard to believe. Or they keep it as is, but all the money that you, all the, all the Activision games that are sold for, Sony that benefits Microsoft. <laughs> it benefits your competition. You know, right. it, it's an interesting kind of, uh, you know, how how would that work? You know, right? Think about it. So, it's just like with they if they put a Blueberry player in the next Xbox, you know, Sony's making money off that. It's true. So, it's true. Of everyone sold, so you kind of. Supporting Sony for every Microsoft or every Xbox game you buy, <laughs> right? So, but anyways, uh, it, it's a rumor. It's you know, if anything were substantial come out of that, we'll definitely let you know. But it's interesting to talk about. Um, yep. another interesting little tidbit. Um, we'll come back to Rob's story. So you had to take a take a break real quick. Um. Battlefield 4, I've talked about it, and everybody's like, oh, no, no, there's no Battlefield 4. Um, if you purchase Medal of Honor Warfighter, according to EA's Origin, which is their online store, their online whatever, whatever you call it, service. Um, yeah, their download service. The It states right on their site, Medal of Honor Warfighter, pre-order today for exclusive Battlefield 4 beta access. And also wanted to note, I don't know if uh, you guys caught it, everybody is talking about, ooh, Battlefield 4, Battlefield 4. The picture, the image also says that Medal of Honor Warfighter is $69.99. Yeah. So interesting. I... It's... Every everyone's like, oh, Battlefield, yeah, you're right, but then it is sixty nine ninety nine. Or like, shouldn't that set off more alarms than a Battlefield Four beta? <laughs> I have not heard one person say anything about the price. Right um, now, EA has removed the listing, um, and it's just a, you know it's interesting because neither EA or Dice have made any Battlefield Four announcements, and they've got Battlefield Three download content going out through next year. Hmm. So. I don't know. I, I think it's probably just a, uh, a a mistake or that it was wrong or, you know, because you've got, first of all, a game that's never been mentioned and it's saying beta access to a game that's never been mentioned. And you also got a wrong. It's price. too soon. Yeah. So I don't know, but maybe not. Maybe Battlefield 4 is already here. Maybe they're going to start releasing it every two years uh, because you think about it. 
Medal of Honor, you know, maybe Medal of Honor is like Call of Duty comes out every year and they and that's the big guy. Okay, that's who everybody's gunning for. So there's two different development studios making the same title. And maybe what they've done here is two different studios, but two different games that are still very similar. You have Medal of Honor one year, Battlefield the next year, Medal of Honor the next year. You know what I'm saying? It's still right. essentially the same as Call of Duty every year. You're getting an you're getting a an EA shooter, military shooter every year still that will compete against Call of Duty. Well, and it's it's important to note here that it's not like there's a release date for this beta. Like play the beta this year, you know it. If you take a page off of out of Ubisoft's book, you <laughs> you pre you have a pre-order for a game that doesn't even come out for three years, yep. uh, for a beta that you know comes out three months before the game's release. So and then everybody could get whether you had the right, right. <laughs> like if you pre-ordered the actual game, or if you uh, what was it pre-ordered the actual game, pre-ordered Conviction, or if you're like a gold member i think you got like three codes or something stupid like that it was yeah so just ridiculous i'm just glad conviction was a good game because yeah. the sad thing is i bought splinter cell conviction for the beta access the future soldier right it took what what'd you say three years to get future soldier and i was not even a splinter cell per i didn't even like splinter cell right I never cared for before I like that game, and I've played that game a lot more than I play Future Soldier. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so I, I was gonna buy, you know, I was gonna buy that game regardless, but it was a fantastic game. Yeah, so. and I, I can't wait for uh, Blacklight to come out. Oh yeah, Blacklist. Fantastic. Oh, that looks awesome. I hope I can do the things that they did in that beta, <laughs> dude. I'm like, I'm watching that that demo, and I'm just like, dude, Sam Fisher is just one bad. <laughs> you know, I'm nice. like, I want to be able to do that. I want to make those moves. I mean, he was just, that was awesome to watch that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited sweet. about that. And then it's like, if you told me Future Soldier 2 is coming out, I'll be like, eh, I'll probably skip yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Where's Where's my Rainbow Six? That's what I want. So You don't get any. Yeah. So anyways... Battlefield 4 may be, uh, may be coming out to you guys soon. So To a console near you three years from now. All right, Rob. I hear All you right. got a bit of news. That's right. So the summer is the fifth year of Summer of Arcade. So Microsoft is having a little bit of a celebration of sorts where Minecraft and Trials Evolution are getting free DLC. So this is going to start on July 18th, which is a couple of days away from when we're recording this. The Minecraft players can grab a uh, customized Summer of Arcade skin pack with skins inspired by this year's five summer games. And at the same time, Trials Evolution will get the, a new themed track once a week alongside each new game. Huh. So they're not dropping the price at all for Minecraft, because that would be too logical. Yes. Okay. They just want to make a billion dollars. Right. And not give it away. Right. Okay. So that's that. Cool. All right. Uh, and the last thing, unless you guys want to go into our kind of secret 
story here. Secret story? Yeah. Um, the last thing is Deadpool. You guys know who Deadpool is, right? He's a villain of some sorts in some realm, right? Um, is he bad guy or a good guy? He's a bad guy, right? Uh, no, he was he's, in a, Wolverine. he's a hero, isn't he? He was in Wolverine. Wasn't he in Wolverine and yeah. X Men Wolverine? And he was a bad guy. Yeah, but I've played. I played as him on the Mar. Uh, what was that? Ultimate Marvel Ultimate Avenger? No, Mar- Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. Right. He's a. Uh, he's a. Uh, he was one of the characters in there that you could play as. He's a fiction. He's a mercenary and anti-hero. Ooh, he's an anti-hero. Right. So he, oh, he's dis, a disfigured and mentally unstable mercenary. Deadpool originally appeared as a villain in an issue of New Mutants and later in issues of X-Force. The character has since starred in several ongoing series. So I guess, yeah, I guess he's a bad guy. Huh. Yay, I got one right. Yay. Um, but he's getting his own video game. And uh, I'm kind of surprised he he's is. a bad guy because I played him in the Marvel Ultimate or Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. I think I got the game right. I used to play as him because he'd had two pistols. <laughs> I like I liked him as the uh, uh, with the guns and stuff for that game. So, but yeah, he's getting his own game. So we don't know the the trailer was kind of funny. If you go out to IGN, they've got a Comic Con trailer that was showed. It didn't show anything from the game. It's just, it's just like Deadpool talking and stuff and doing some stupid stuff. So it's not any like game stuff. It's just animation, but it was pretty funny. Um, so we don't know anything else at this time, but he's getting a game. So. All right. So. Well, good for him making that money. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good on you, Deadpool. <laughs> no. All right. So what do you guys think? Should we go in and talk about this other thing that's not Xbox related but still released to video games? Sure. Why not? Why not? That's all right. Yeah. Brent's not here. He would really like to do this one, but that's okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of maybe waiting. But, well, too bad. He should have been. been here. So... We know that Microsoft is talking about a $99 Xbox, so you can get for 99 bucks with a subscription fee. But what would you think about a $99 um, console, period, with, with no subscription fees? That's, that's how much it costs. There's got to be a catch. Is it ad-supported? Uh, this is a the Kickstarter. Again, I know this is why I thought Brian would like to talk about this. He likes to talk about Kickstarter. But Kickstarter uh, did a uh, did a campaign, I guess that's what they call them, to get this ninety nine dollar Android based hackable console. <laughs> uh, right. And I don't know if it's not, it, it's an Android based console. Uh, I guess it's just open. It's, it's called a. Uh, I don't even know how you name it. It's O U Y A. Ooh yeah. Ooh yeah. Uh, the Ouya console and controller are slated for a March 2013 release. Yeah, that's you heard that. And should they really be made and released, would comprise the first significant new home console to battle Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft in over a decade. Um, so I don't know. Don't know much about uh, about this. I don't. I don't really see any kind of console coming out to market that would really compete. 
you know? No, this is kind of just one of those specialty, you know, like, whatever, I think. I, I No one's going to get behind this. Like, And I think this would be an Android, because they say Android-based console, to me, just says you're going to be able to play Android games, like, off the Android marketplace. So, to me, it's like you're going to be able to play your mobile games on your TV. I'd which, really be surprised if this is tied to the Google Play. It, I, it seems to me like it's a totally separate environment. Granted, it's Android-based, and it runs on a Tegra 3, which is actually a, a pretty tablet. nice chip. Yeah, tablet processor. Yeah. I mean, it's got some pretty impressive specs on it. Yeah. What do you think? This is just going to be like a open source console that like people can just write their own games for and you can download it that way or is that where this is going like you know, a rom based thing you know it it could go the way of on live maybe i mean it can definitely handle that and it's got enough horsepower to even play its own games i mean you look at some of those games that have come out for the ipad and the Android tablets. I mean, they're really nice first-person shooters out there. The only thing that is kind of limiting is the lack of a controller. Right. And according to this, you at least get a controller. Right. There's, what, a dual-stick controller with some kind of touchpad of some sort? Right. If I remember right. Uh, I'm going to... It says... Ouyah is a fully hackable console with the same Tegra 3 chips as the new Nexus 7 tablet and a twin-stick controller that also includes a touchpad. Um, this is a system that's being pitched as a platform for both indies and big companies, a console that is fully open to develop for and on which every game will be free, either initially as a demo or as a free-to-play game. And this is only going to be made with crowdfunding, so that's why they went up on the... Uh, Whatever the Kickstarter, yeah, it's um, got to be its own store of some kind. Well, the people that are developing this, one of the people behind it is Xbox pioneer Ed Freeze. Yeah, um, he's he's a part of this deal. So, is he Mr. Freeze's brother? No, he's Mr. Freeze. No. Oh, Mr. Fr- oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. Um, <laughs> Stupid joke. <laughs> So I don't know. To me, I don't know what they would really put on it. Or and if it's a hackable, I mean, they even said hackable. If it's a hackable console, then why would any big developer ever put anything on it? All you're gonna have is indie stuff. You know what I mean? I can't see like EA or Activision saying, "Yeah, let's get our developing houses to you know publish for this device." Well, especially since it's free, anyways. Right, so I don't I don't see how this can even be in the same category as the PlayStation, the the Wii U, and the and the 360. So I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I guess you just have to throw down your 99 bucks and find out. Yeah. <laughs> that's chump change, right? 99 bucks. That's one and a half games. It's true. When you put it that way, I should probably just buy the games, right? <laughs> or it's, what, three three months of uh, Gamefly? It's close, yeah. 
at, at like what three games out at a time because I think mine's like twenty eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty nifty. Three games at a time. I don't know how I keep three games out at a time. The I remember when one was a lot. Now it's three. <laughs> like oh, I can't believe it. Here's the specs on this thing: Tegra okay. quad core ARM Cortex A9 plus GPU. One gig right. of RAM, eight gig of onboard flash, HDMI Stupid. connection, uh, Wi-Fi 802.11 BGN, Bluetooth. Um, enclosed enclosure opens with standard screws. Why is that even a? <laughs> um, there's no disk drive. It's important. Okay, so you're gonna okay. get everything. It's all broadband only. Controllers, a wireless controller. Yeah, eight gig of onboard flash. So. You know, so there's no storage in this thing. It's well, only USB, got a gig of RAM. It, put USB. Um, it doesn't say there's any USB drives. There has to be. Come on. Yeah, uh, Google is getting away from having large uh, storage maybe, and devices nowadays. Even maybe Rob is right about cloud cloud storage. Well, it's it's basically two reasons. Number one is that. You know, they are making a little bit of a push towards that. You look at some of the new tablets, like the Nexus 7 that's coming out in the next week or two. That thing that only now? has two versions. Actually, yeah, yeah it's yeah, I heard it's coming out in what, GameStop and whatnot. So it's got two versions, an 8 and a eight, 16. 16. That's it. Yep. That's all. And for the most part, you don't need it. And the reason why they cite it is that they were running into problems where people wind up not having enough system memory with these systems. So what they basically do is they, you know, make, let's say like a eight gig system. You can put all your movies, music on there, whatever uh, you want to put on there. And the system has eight gigs available to itself to load software and so forth. Cause on the old devices, there was a big chore cause you would run out of memory the thing would slow down, then you'd have to uninstall apps, and it was never enough, and it was a big hassle. So they're kind of getting away from that, you know, hitting it from two different angles. And that's got to be a similar type of thing that these guys are doing. Huh. Um, the controller does have a touchpad. It says for porting huh. mobile games more easily. Hmm. Um, the software what? is Android 4.0, custom TV user interface, Integrated custom game store. Find and download your games and other apps. Includes the SDK for game development and the ability to root device without voiding the warranty. Is 4.0 um, ice cream sandwich? Yes. Okay. Which, who came up with the names for these things? Like, <laughs> Seriously. Now, yep. 4.2 is jelly bean, right? I got that right. 4.1. 4.1 is jelly bean. Yeah, they're going okay. alphabetical. Right. So, Froyo, gingerbread, honey, um, ice cream sandwich, jelly bean. What's K going to be? That's that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, that's a good question. It'd be cool if they named it Kilo. Kilo 4.2. Kilo. I don't know why. Kilo, there you go. It's got to be like <laughs> kiwi. It's got to be a food or something, right? It's, they're that, usually desserts. Just yeah, kind of uh, desserts kiwi pie, yeah. Key lime pie, that sounds like a good one. <laughs> so, Anyways. I don't know. It's just, um, I just don't see this as being anything other than 
playing the stuff that's already for mobile devices on your phone, running apps that you do on your phone, on your TV. I do not see big developers getting into this because it's a hackable device. It's open source. I do not see Activision, EA, Ubisoft, or anybody even giving uh, an ounce of interest in this. Mm-mm. So, At the end of the day, they need to make money, and I don't think they can make money on this device. You know, people buy the cheap games on the mobiles because it's they're simple, they're designed for it, it's for on the go. If you're going to sit down in your living room, you're going to want the Gears of War, the Uncharted's, you're going to want the big, the big, you know, games that everybody's paying the big bucks for. Right. So I'll really be surprised if this goes anywhere. But you never know. We've been wrong before. No, Any we times? haven't. No. Oh, wait, we haven't? No, no. Oh. Oh, okay. Never mind. If, if we've said anything that hasn't come to fruition, it's just it hasn't come out yet. Right, right, that's right. All, you know, so. <laughs> that's why we never put a time frame on anything we say. <laughs> that's true. So. Good good way to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. All right. So that's it for the stories this week, unless you guys got something else. Nope. We got a lot of topics to talk through, hopefully. You guys found oh, yeah. interesting. We, uh, and check back next week because we've got one we took out that we're specifically saving for uh, Mr. BJ Swick 33 And it's going to be about a little bit of discussion on ads on the Xbox dashboard. So we've got some interesting stuff to talk about there for next week. But we couldn't do it without our buddy Braun. So right. we know how much he loves the ads. Yeah, I have a feeling he's going to say something like, I think there should be more ads on the dashboard, and I think I should pay more money. <laughs> yes. I think that's what he's going to say. Sounds about right. It sounds like him for sure. Yep. So. He even did his voice pretty well, too. <laughs> but you didn't have a siren going off in the back. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, all right. So, I guess we'll move on to our. We got some questions in our forums. What? Yep. We do? Yep. That's A couple crazy. Two tree. Couple two tree? Okay. Well, put Rob to work. All right. And here we go with the friends list. First one is from uh, Smetamo7. Have any of you seen. What? Have any of you seen they're planning to realize Hearts of Iron on the XBLA? Don't know if you have heard of it, but it's very hardcore RTS. Makes Total War look like Halo Wars. If they manage to make this work on the console, could we see a lot more big-scale RTS on the console? And would you like this? Well, I have a problem with his original question, because he says it makes Rome Total War look like Halo Wars. So, is he saying that it's making a bad game look like a good game because I didn't like Rome Total War, but I liked Halo Wars. I think I took it as he's saying that Halo Wars is just, it's been consolefied, it's been simplified. Very much so, yeah. And so I think it's what he's saying is that the Hearts of Iron is just really in-depth where, to, you know, Total War is supposed to be hardcore, you know? Well, yeah, Total War was so hardcore that I, like... I don't know if you guys ever played Rome Total War, but um, I'd I'd be doing great 
and have like a couple different cities and then all of a sudden my money would go to zero and i'd lose and get taken over like it was clockwork it would happen by like the 15th turn i would just lose all my people and that was it i don't know if you guys ever played it it was a fun turn-based game but i was terrible at it evidently <laughs> i guess <laughs> but Never... Halo Wars was a good game. I'm I'm all for if uh, RTS works on the console. We we know there's there's a good script for how not to do an RTS on a console, <laughs> and there's a good script for how yeah. to do an RTS on the console. Yep. And I sure. know Wing, you know exactly what game I'm referring to on how not to do an RTS on a console. Uh, Red Alert Three. And that is yes, <laughs> Red Alert Three. Thank you. Yes, it seemed like you pressed a different, uh, a, the same button combination, and it would do a different thing like every single time. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get you... very far in that, did we? We just got so frustrated. No, <laughs> I think I still have it here. If you want to play it, I don't think I still. I don't think I have it anymore. <laughs> oh, well, guess not. So. But yeah, I don't. I don't intend to go back to that one anyway. So it's okay. Yeah, I mean, with the consoles, control is the biggest factor i think with all of these and halo wars did it very well very mm -hmm. elegantly so it was ensemble studios i mean yeah. they're known for age of empires so yeah. they did some good stuff and they're doing they're still doing some good stuff orcs must die is evidently pretty good i bought it but really never played it do you guys play orcs must die no nope that's a uh it's a tower defense game, but it's like a third-person tower defense game. It's kind of interesting. Check it out if it ever goes on sale. It's pretty good. What if they uh, made these RTS games better with Kinect? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, again, there's a way to do it well and to not do it well. And, like, End War was kind of there, like, before Kinect. Yep. They did the wireless thing and i never played real i played the demo to end war did i the beta to end war what was it i i don't remember what i played but like if it works it works and it works well like that's cool but it just will get frustrating because then connects like oh you sent you sent all your units in a suicide mission to b no i never said that like i wanted them just to hold but now they're going to B, and I can't change that because it's fi 15 buttons to do on the controller. And I don't know, it'd be. Well, see, I, I thought. I'd get mad. What was the game you just said, Total War? Or not Total War? Rum, uh, End War? Yeah. End that was War. the one where you could voice command the whole thing. Yeah. I actually exactly. thought that wasn't bad. No. It, it they actually did a really good. It did work. Yeah, it worked. So, I, yeah, I can see them trying to do something like that with Kinect. I think if it works, if Connect is cooperating, I think it I think it could work. Yeah. Might be a good option to get, you know, RTSs, more RTSs on the on the console. Well, I think that bridges the gap between, you know, what's the main problem with RTS not having the ability to hot map anything to a control a keyboard combination. You know, you get, you're going from 108 customizable keys to what? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So that's a pretty steep decline. But 
I'd be interested to see, you know, I'm an RT, I'm an RTS fan, so I'd be interested to see what's up. I'd play it. All right. Okay. Did we answer his question? <laughs> Did we? Oh, oh, would we? Yeah. Yeah, would, would we, we want to play a lot it? more? Or would, would we? Yeah. Yeah, of course. If it's done well, sure. Yeah, and I think they're going to do connect to make it make it that way. So. All right. Cool. We did All answer right. his question. <laughs> okay. That's next, important. Next one is from Scotty Duzeno. Scotty doesn't know. Doesn't know. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone still uh, uses this since the last post was from 2010, but here it goes. Ever since Diablo 3 has come out, I've been neglecting my Xbox. I have games sitting around that I haven't touched and even more that I haven't finished. So my question is this. How do you guys keep your priorities with regards to your Xbox? What do you do to remind yourself to keep going for those achievements or better yet, what suggestions do you have for someone to get back into the achievement mindset? Okay, I'm going to answer this one. Okay. Because I think it's funny that his name is Scotty doesn't know. Because he doesn't know that the date that he looked at was not the last posting date. It was the date of the guy that joined that posted right above him. Because <laughs> <laughs> Smeetum07 right. joined in October 14th of 2010. That was uh, not the last post. The last post was by Smeetum on July 11th, 2012, which was the question we just answered. So, okay. All right, so Scotty, Scotty doesn't know how to how to read the forums. No. Um, <laughs> I just, I Dang. <laughs> I say that in the friendliest, funnest way. Um, I've done the same thing. I've looked at that join date myself um, and, and done the same thing. So I, you know, but I, I had to tease. <laughs> um, if you and if you want to get back into achievement mindset, you need to listen to the achievement hounds. <laughs> of course, they yeah. will. They will I, get I'm you sure going. He <laughs> yeah, he probably does. And if he doesn't. He needs to be, but he's got a, he's on true achievements. I can see in his, in his signature. And, um, yeah, definitely listen to those guys, you know, Kyle and, and Eric and Rav can definitely steer you in the right way for some good games that have good achievements and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I know Rob, uh, did you end up getting Diablo three? You did, I was gonna right? I going to ask that same question. Yes. Yes, I did. So did that take you away from? It didn't take you away really much because you you missed your pet, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I'm actually I kind of uh, stopped playing Diablo three because I'm really looking forward to Torchlight, and that's coming out soon. Torchlight two is once you get used to that pet, man. Diablo three is just a chore. <laughs> I guess I never got to that part. I got Diablo three, but. Uh... I'm like a level 15 or something stupid like that. Like barely even into the game. Yeah. I thought I, you know, everyone told me like, oh man, you're going to, you're going to get sucked into Diablo and it's over. Like you won't play your Xbox ever again. And like, I guess in the back of my mind, like I didn't want that to happen. So I guess maybe subconsciously, like I never gave Diablo like a good enough chance, but like, and and part of it, too, is because I record Achievement Hounds, and every week we go in order of how many points we put up. And, like, I don't like being last in anything. Uh-huh. And so if I don't put up points, 
then I'm going to go last and I'm going to have to explain to these guys on air, like why I didn't score any points. And I just don't want to do that. Like FIFA is one thing, but a non PC game, like a non Xbox game, like a PC game with no achievements, like just can't do it. So I never really gave Diablo, I would say much of a chance, but um, it's funny cause I was actually going to bring this up earlier and I forgot, but this is a good reminder. Wing, you said that you, you know, a couple episodes ago, you were like, uh, no, I'm not really feeling the Xbox right now. I'm kind of in a lull again. And what brought you back? What was the first game you started playing that you're back now? Um, perfect dark, right? Perfect dark zero. No, no, game. no, it was not. Yes, it was. No. Yes, it was. I told you <laughs> that you should start playing perfect dark. And you started playing Perfect Dark, and all of a sudden, you're back into Xbox. No, I I beg to differ. What I would say <laughs> really brought me back was The Walking Dead. Okay. Because I was like, I tried it just out of boredom, and everybody talked about it. And next thing I know, I bought both of them and was hooked. <laughs> and I, I've just been kind of playing ever since. I've got, And then I went on to The Perfect Dark. But I, I will say, I was talking to Demachios. I've been... He said it was funny. He's like, someone's going to call us out for having a bromance going on because him and I have been playing. Um, we were, we've been playing a lot of stuff together. Um, and, yeah, we spent about an hour the other day. I shouldn't even say this because we, we're, we're going to look like total idiots. But this just shows how lack of an achievement hunter I am. Uh, we were playing Sniper Elite or no, Sniper Ghost Warrior. We were doing the multiplayer. We're like, oh, let's just jump in a game and we'll just take turns shooting each other. And so we were, we just did this for like an hour, and we were just talking about all kinds of different things and just doing like quick matches. You know, you get like 50 wins. And then I remember at one point when we started, I said, well, let me look this up, make sure it's not has to be ranked. So I looked at the very first thing, and it didn't say anything about it. And then I got called away. I had to run downstairs. Come back up. Did not go back to the computer, went back and said, oh, I'm back and kept playing. An hour later, I was like, hey, wait a minute. We didn't. I'm like, we should be at our kills here pretty soon. Let me go back and check this. The next line, the next person's entry, big, bold letters must be ranked matches only. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, demo, (laughs) we just wasted it an hour. (laughs) Right. So but um, he was saying, yeah, someone's going to call us out for having a bromance. And I was telling him the. I said, yeah, someone's going to call me out probably and say, oh, sure, you're not an achievement hunter. Um, what did you play? Yaris, Hydro Thunder, <laughs> Sniper Warrior, <laughs> you know, Perfect Dark Zero. Sure, you're not boosting for achievements. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, so I guess to answer to answer the question, right, that, that was just a joke about Perfect Dark Zero. Because if that if Perfect Dark Zero gets you back into the mood of gaming, like, how did you ever get out of the mood of gaming to begin with? Because that's such a terrible game that, uh, anyways. But, you know, if you're if you're having problems with achievements or you're having problems getting into games, take a break. You know, in all seriousness, like, take a break from it. Uh, you'll if if you're truly a huge fan of the Xbox and you're a big achievement person, like. You, you just need to get that desire back, you know, that that will to like, man, I want to unlock some achievements and then play a game that once you're ready, you know, recharged, play a game that you will enjoy. But the achievements will also come at a steady rate. Um, 
a game like oh gosh now it escapes me let me look at my true achievements real quick and see what i can find but something that's like fast and like part of your in your wheelhouse if you will for achievements like um i don't know Sniper V uh, Sniper Elite V2, even though I didn't get the thousand and a lot of people liked that game. Um Halo Combat Evolved, a lot of people have uh the achievements in that game. That's a good co-op game to play and the achievements come pretty much every level, you know, playing that. Halo Reach is a is a good example of getting the achievements um pretty quickly. I'll give one more here if I can scroll down and find something. Um if you like uh Racing games, NASCAR Unleashed, is a is a pretty good one to try, and probably a fun connect game. And I, and I'll stop here. I promise. Is Kung Fu High Impact? Um, if you guys have ever, if you've, if if you're having issues with your connect or like want to like your connect again, try Kung Fu High Impact. It's a fun game. You're, you know, it's it's you basically flying around just doing stupid stuff in your living room. And it's it, it's like uh, it has your picture. You know how sometimes it's it's just somebody and you're mapping their moves. Well, it's your picture in the level and it's a side scrolling type of deal. And you have to like jump to do these crazy ninja flips and do certain moves like jump and put your arms in the air and you do a backflip and stuff like that. But and and you just punch and kick and do weird, you know, do crazy stuff and powers and stuff like that. If you're looking for a game to embrace your connect again, try that game, Kung Fu High Impact. It's it's a surprisingly fun game, but it's also a pretty nice workout too, uh, especially if you're going for the thousand. But that's all I got. I'll shut up now. Kyle, I got to interject here. I, yeah. why, why have you not finished uh, Sniper Elite V2? I even got the full thousand in that game. It's a sore subject for me because I was, I, you know, I am and still am fighting to get out of like a gaming funk. Like the problem with Sniper Elite V2 is that I got kind of stuck on a part on hard. And I, I guess I assumed without really checking that you could get the difficulty achievement by playing in co-op oh and so we and it wasn't that big of a deal to go back and get it but we started off on hard and and it was nice in co-op uh playing and kind of having a a, an accountability person there to be like okay have we gotten everything do we miss something are you checking the guide like oh yeah i forgot you know that type of deal so without that co-op partner i probably wouldn't have gotten like or you know, it had been a lot more work to do, uh, but definitely that sniper elite uh, completing everything on the hardest difficulty. I just didn't didn't want to be bothered with that. Like, I didn't ever get the bullet drop down, and so it was just and and there's a couple achievements that I'm missing that I could easily get, but if I wanted to go back and do it, but I knew I wasn't gonna get the sniper elite. Uh, achievement so I was like eh why not you know why bother so I sent it back this and prototype I'm going to send back tomorrow without it being completed those are two games that when they go for cheap 
on um, on you know GameFly's sale uh, for nine bucks a piece. Like I'll get them yeah. and then eventually play them again because they are challenges, you know, to get done. Um, and and kind of like you know, there's always some game that you're like, man, I did that, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I just I don't know. I just didn't really want to. And and also since I have three games out at a time, like I got to keep pushing through games or else it's not it's not going to be worth it to keep three games around. So I get this done. I get all the points. I've got to play another ten hours to get these last hundred points. Eh, you know I'll do it later. Get out of here. Let's play something else. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's basically why. All right. But so, yeah. Okay. All right. And next thing we've got is a voicemail from Dark Eyed Defender. Oh, what? This guy again? Oh, wait. Are we on here? <laughs> All right. Take it away, Dark. Do, do, do. Hey guys, let's talk guys. I don't have a question this week. I was just calling in just to say sorry for not calling in for the 100th episode or 200th episode. I just forgot what I knew about it, but like, I was busy, I guess. So, I'll catch on the 300th episode and... Wing, stay at that brotherhood because it's a good game and then you can stick it with Revelations and it gets better and then play Assassin's Creed 3, which will probably be amazing. So, thanks guys and love the power carriers on episode 200. I'm all safe, so goodbye. And I forgot one more thing. We need to get the band back together. We're missing one or two. We're missing two people. So we need to get the band back together. See you. Goodbye. All right. Thanks for calling in, Dark Guy. It was uh, good to hear from you again. You have been MIA for a very long time. Um, So don't worry about not calling in for episode 200. You called in today. That's what matters. You're still around. Um, Yes, I'm going to stick with AC Brotherhood. Um, I was playing it today. I actually got an achievement. I was like, oh, hey, look at that. Um, So I'm going to keep playing and giving it a, you know, just kind of work my way through the camera stuff and hopefully not get myself in that bind again. But um, because I really, even playing it today, I was kind of like, oh, man, I kind of miss this. But it's going to take me a while to figure out how to play again. So, um, but I'll stick to it and maybe, uh, maybe you'll help me out. I think this game has multiplayer. So maybe I can actually try out some Assassin's Creed multiplayer. I've never done that. So, um, and he said he wants to get the band back together. That was, uh, uh, as far as I know, he's referring to Democulus, Comrade himself, and me, because um, the four of us always used to be in a party together. So, yeah, he's been gone, and Comrade moved, and so we we haven't had, we got to get the band back together. The band. So. Uh, we should have Comrade back this week, hopefully. So, so hang in there, Dark Guy, and get back uh, get back online with us, and uh, we'll all be together again, man. And that is it. Thank you okay. for playing. <laughs> and that's cool. it for the friends list. 
did anybody uh-huh. uh, hear from anyone about taking the codes from last week? I didn't hear anything, no. We didn't hear anybody say that they got the codes, so if you... I'm assuming somebody had. Someone probably did. Is um, this thing working? <laughs> um, but you might want to check them out, put them in, see if, uh, if maybe one's still floating out there. But because uh, no one called and said, hey, I got them. Thanks, guys. Airborne gave us those uh, codes, right? Yes, you did. Correctly. Yep. Yeah, yep. good man. Definitely appreciate that. So, all right. Rob, you want to take us out? Full show. All right, so that concludes episode number 201 of this Xbox Life. Uh, make sure to check out our website, thisxboxlife.com, and you can send emails to us to be featured on the show on the friends list, for example, at contact at thisxboxlife.com. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and to leave us a voicemail, please call 224-698-XBOX, which is 224-698-XBOX. And you can get yourself heard on the show just like you heard Dark Eye Defender a couple seconds ago. My name is Rob, also known as Prestar. I'll catch you all later. This is Mark, a.k. Wingman709. And before I take off, I want to remind you to check out the Achievement Hounds podcast and also this BoardGameLife.com. What, what? Yes, this boardgamelife.com. But so that's right. Get your get your board gaming goodness uh, as well delivered to you. What are you guys doing it every week or every by every other week? It's kind of like every two weeks, right? It varies. So we've had uh, a couple of shows that have happened uh, about every six days, <laughs> and then we went two weeks. So we're trying to figure out what works you know with our schedules and you know family and other commitments so we we try to do every week but it doesn't always happen so oh and i'll I'll let you know rob you can tell jeff too that uh my wife and the kids are absolutely hooked on forbidden island yes (laughs) i still refuse to play it I think it's a pile of garbage, but my family loves it. So <laughs> it was a good suggestion for them. They they were, it sits out on our uh, in our kitchen on a little um, we got a little desk, a little nook yeah. for a desk, and uh, it sits there all the time. So it's it's readily available <laughs> to nice. pull out and play. <laughs> so so that means we got to get you to the next level then. Yeah, and anytime I see that come out, I quickly disappear. <laughs> out of here. You go and you turn on your Xbox. <laughs> so, well, that's good to hear. Well, it's good to hear somebody likes it. Yeah. But I'm out so. of here. And this is Kyle, aka Marana Cow, and I'm out of here as well. Again, check out those two podcasts. I think they're pretty darn good. And uh, we got 108 people in our. Uh, Achievement Hounds Tournament. Top score so far, 9,400 points in almost a week. Pretty crazy. Wow. But until next week, guys. Catch you guys then. Storm